Listener Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to a brand new week on Australia's number one daily sports podcast, The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your fast fun hit for sport for Monday the 17th of April. Today, the NRL has a bad hair day, the queens of the Suncorp Super League continue their unbeaten run, and another game of Remember That Name. But first... Yes, the first ever AFL gather round is in the books. Every game over the weekend was played in Adelaide, the city of churches, and the fiesta of football lived up to the hype. Oh, that is a Himmelberg special. Butters intervenes. Butters to seal it. Butters does it. Bobby Hill feeds it inside. Ginnivan. Will he take his moment? He does. Welcome back, Jack. Come from behind wins, last-minute thrillers and a couple of absolute thrashings. Gather Round had it all. And before the weekend was even up, the green-eyed monster reared its ugly head as both Victoria and Western Australia began inquiring about the possibility of getting their hands on the event in the future. But such was the success of the inaugural event. South Australian Premier Peter Malinowskis had a little announcement for the crowd before the final game of the round. And I'm very, very pleased to announce that on the back of the success of this weekend, the AFL and the State Government have reached the agreement that the Gather Round will be here in South Australia for the next three years. Yes, the Gather Round is staying put in Adelaide until at least 2026, as Malinowskis made the announcement alongside his new best mate, outgoing AFL CEO, Gil McLaughlin. I just want to thank all South Australians, all football supporters who've travelled. Thank you all for making the inaugural Gather Round such a huge success. And while Western Australia will just have to wait a while before they can have a crack, Victoria's own Gather Round isn't far off. It's called the AFL Finals. You host it every year. Rugby League, a rough and tough game played by big physical burly men willing to run straight at their opponent to test the very fibre of their being. Or, you know, pull each other's hair. Someone pulled my hair! Yes, the NRL finds itself at the centre of a bad hair day. During the second half of Saturday's one-point win over the Newcastle Knights, Panthers playmaker Jerome Law had made a break when he was caught from behind by Knights forward Tyson Frizzell. Salmon goes to Luai, gets in behind oh, Frizzell, he grabbed him by the hair. Unfortunate there for Tyson Frizzell. He's got some flowing locks, hasn't he, Jerome Luai? And he was just reaching out to grab him, no doubt, by the collar. Frizzell, in attempting to pull down Luai from behind, grabbed a fistful of the Panthers star's luscious locks. The referee awarded a penalty to Penrith over the incident, and not long afterwards, they went on to score a match-levelling try. Nathan Cleary iced the game for his team, but all the chat post-match was about Jerome's hair. Knights weren't overly happy about the hair-pulling penalty. Tyson Frizzell on Jerome Luai. Did you have a view on that? or? Now we talk about referees. <laughs> Panthers coach Ivan Cleary wasn't overly interested in the conversation, but Tyson Frizzell, the perpetrator of the hair pull, and Knights coach Adam O'Brien had plenty they both wanted to get off their chests. When his hair's hanging down, halfway down his back, and I'm going to make a tackle, it's incidental if I, I guess if I do pull his hair, it's classified as a, um, a penalty, but wasn't intentional and like putting that tie his hair up. It's a big call in the context of a game like that. Right? Huge. It's ridiculous. Well, just otherwise I'll advise them all to start going the hairline. It's ridiculous. On Triple M NRL Sunday Sinbin, rugby league legend Gordon Tallis made his thoughts on the issue quite plain. If his hair goes past his collar, which is his uniform, and you go to grab his jersey, that's play on. That is play on on my account. If you want to play, 
a game of rugby league and your hair goes past your uniform and you can grab that. So if Brett Hodson had long hair and I did that tackle in Origin, I get penalised. That's not fair. That is not fair on the player. It's not the player's responsibility. When he's going to make a tackle and you've got a uniform on and he's going to grab your uniform and if your hair goes past your shoulders and it's a part of the uniform, it can get pulled. And you cannot complain about it or get it cut. That's a hair pull. Now, keep in mind, Gordy is a bald man, so some of that emotion might just be jealousy towards Jerome's hair. The Panthers take on the Bunnies this Thursday night to kick off round eight. And if I were a betting man, my money would be on Jerome sporting a nice, tidy man bun for that one. We're only five rounds into the new Suncorp Super Netball League season, but already the defending premiers have sent the rest of the competition a very strong message. The West Coast Fever are five wins from five games to start the new season, managing to hold off a fast-finishing Queensland Firebirds outfit over the weekend. The loss keeps the Firebirds anchored to the foot of the ladder and stretches the Fever's unbeaten run to nine consecutive games. The West Coast team's last loss came in round 12 of the 2022 season. They'll attempt to keep the good times rolling this weekend when they host the Adelaide Thunderbirds. Let's keep the magic rolling. And before we finish up today, it's time for a quick round of everyone's favourite game. Remember the name. Remember the name. The game where we introduce you to athletes that are on the up and up. Athletes that you probably haven't heard of yet, but you certainly will in the future. And today's is a ripper. So the under-18 men's 200 is away. The much-anticipated Gout-Gout fight here. And on his inside, Andrew Mayend is going to be the challenger. Gout-Gout is a 15-year-old from Ipswich in Queensland. Gout's parents emigrated to Australia from South Sudan two years before he was born. And South Sudan's loss is proving to be Australia's game because, man, can this kid run. He's a freak. He's a fast killer. He's a fast killer. Gout already holds the under-16 national records over 100 metres and 200 metres. But in the under-18 men's 400-metre final on Saturday, Gout outdid himself. Gout, Gout, though, now shows his class. Gout, Gout from Queensland, 20.87. That is a national record. Gout set a new record and announced himself as a star on the rise in the world of athletics in the process. But Gout isn't the only name you need to remember today. So away in the under-18 women's hurdles final, we've already got two qualifiers, and they are Delta Ramadoski out wide, Jacinta Lamprey chasing her behind them, Palmer and also Butcher. But it's Adamazowski. She won the gold medal in the long jump yesterday. Oh, 13.03 on the seven-plus coverage here. We're just talking about the national record. It's 13.14 of the old famous Sally Pearson. Delta's just taking it. Delta Amazowski. Great name, great athlete. And yesterday, 16-year-old Delta destroyed the under-18 100-metre hurdles record of her idol, Sally Pearson, a record that has stood for over 20 years. That was like two decades ago. So there you have it, a double-header edition of Remember the Name for your Monday. And that's your Fast Fun Hitter Sport for today. I'm Liam Flanagan. Catch you tomorrow on The Scorecard. Listener.